to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bryce McGowan's the Nebraska basketball star, has been doing well, despite the fact that Nebraska basketball has not been doing well. We'll break more, uh, break that more down with uh, Eric Strickland, who will join us here in about 10 minutes, kind of what the returns of Trey McGowan's will mean for the Nebraska basketball team and hoping that they can pop up and get better. But it's kind of been interesting watching Bryce grow throughout the year and then in this past game, throwing down three big dunks, one on a putback, uh, one contested from Kofi Coburn, and then one on an Illinois' best shot blocker at the end of the game. All of them, I think, were followed by some skinny man flexes, which I like to see because he's not very big, but he could still flex. So it's kind of fun to see Bryce do that. Um, he's certainly a guy that came in with a lot of um, upside and, and a lot of potential, and people thought that he would obviously at some point get to the NBA. A um, lot of season left, a lot of things to happen, uh, and I'm, I'm no scout, so uh, don't take my word for it. But just looking at the, at the mock, mock drafts, um, Bryce does look like the, he's going to get the attention of, of the NBA, and there's going to be a lot of people, of course, here in Husker Nation that are going to want to see him stick around, and maybe he will. Uh, but he did say in, the, in preseason that he was, he was hoping to be a one-and-done type of guy, uh, and the money that's involved there, you can't blame those guys. Um, so maybe it'll kind of depend on how the rest of the season goes, but just the way I see it, Bryce McGowan uh, continues to get that uh, attention and is still in most, most mock drafts um, toward the middle to the back end of the first round. So kind of got my, my, uh, my wheels spinning in my head and thought, how can I help keep Bryce McGowan's out uh, at Nebraska. And, of course, with the new NIL deal, I think that we have a possibility to do that at 93.7, the ticket. But um, my idea in the long run is to crowdsource it out. I'm sorry, myself, I don't have enough money to give Bryce McGowan's to give him to stay. And i got to raise a family. So, eventually, I want to start an NIL fund um, here. Maybe the ticket water cooler NIL fund is what we'll call it. Try to raise some money. If it ends up being, uh, you know, 500 bucks, that'd be great. But even if we get 50, maybe we'll give it out to an athlete and, and get them on. So uh, it, that would be kind of fun at some point. But um, my, my ultimate idea was to get enough to keep Bryce McGowan's around. Uh, and then I started looking at the numbers of what Bryce McGowan's would potentially be giving up if he were to return to Nebraska. And, you know, my, I'm kind of making a joke about the ticket water cooler fund. I don't know if we'd be able to raise that much. But um, as far as um, as far as donors do go in, in this, these kind of ideas, it is going to be something to, to look at moving forward with um, just kind of the, the, the $100 handshakes that have been going on behind the scenes for years. Uh, or it's now supposed to be brought to the light, right? Now it's not illegal. So um, do it uh, in within the public eye, and, and it can be done. Um, and, you know, some of those guys are still going to want to keep those numbers a bit private, right, because uh, you don't want, you know, your teammates or maybe uh, your classmates starting to, <laughs> I don't know. It's the same thing every time anybody gets a lot of money. that People start asking you for a little bit themselves. So maybe that will be part of the idea moving forward. But no doubt, I mean, as I, I think part of it here in Nebraska – uh, and in certain places, you know, you, it, it's kind of rude to ask a, a person about their finances, so you just kind of stay out of the way. But it, it's going to be part of the NCAA moving forward, whether it's football. Uh, we kind of talked about the free agency 
um, aspect of the of the transfer portal, but certainly retaining guys, it'll be a big deal. Um, so I, I started my my ticket water cooler uh, I, NIL deal fund rolling around in my head, and then I went and looked at the guaranteed contracts if you're a first-round pick, uh, and I started to get worried. Rookies are guaranteed their first uh, and second-year salaries if you're a first-round pick uh, in the in the NBA. Uh, Santi Aldama was the 30th pick by the Memphis Grizzlies this past year, uh, just within those first two years. And you can get an extension. A lot of rookies do get the third year if things are going right, third and fourth year. Uh, they're kind of team options there. But he's guaranteed $3 million, so um, that would be a little bit tough for us to probably raise. Uh, and that's the 30th pick. Even if he gets if, – if, I, I guess the sell from Nebraska would be – Come back. We'll raise your profile so you can be a you know a lottery pick. Corey uh, Kispert, the the former Gonzaga shooting guard, uh, was picked 15th uh, by the Wizards. His guaranteed money is seven million. So uh, maybe that would be the sales pitch. But I gotta tell you, um, if I, if I'm if I if Bryce McGowan's is truly going to be picked in the first round. I'd love to see him stay at Nebraska, but that's life-changing money. Uh, I think it would be best to move on. And John Calipari, he's kind of done that with his recruiting over the years. It's not so much what's best for Kentucky. It's looking out what's best for those players. And like I said, not a scout, a lot of time left, so maybe things will change. But at this point in time, if you're a Nebraska basketball fan, I would enjoy uh, Bryce McGowan's on the court right now or hope a donor steps up and pays him a lot of money to stick around because uh, that kid is, is is due for some probably in the next year if, it, if he continues to play and develop the way he is. Well, I think if you look at where he's uh, mocked to go right now, you're saying uh, later stages of the first round, uh, he has the opportunity to maybe go to a better situation than early in in the draft and, and end up like a, a Anthony Davis or, or a Zion who just gets trapped in a in a less than desirable location to start <laughs> their career. Stop picking on the Pelicans here. <laughs> hey, man, the Pelicans are not good. I have I have a close friend who is a very big Pelicans fan, and I, I do not envy him. He also cheers for the Lions. Uh, so, yeah, I, it, if you are in the NBA, given the importance of each individual player, and I, I, it's kind of a player-run league right now, if you get trapped in the wrong location, you – it can be it can be tough to get out. I look at a, a guy like Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox, two very talented guards, and they're struggling to make things work in Sacramento in that loaded Western Conference that Bach talked about yesterday. Uh, so <laughs> hey, that was a, that's a dated reference. I should have brought up the Big Ten East versus the West or something that's a so, little bit more current. Or or you look at Dame Lillard, who he has a he he has the second star in C.J. McCollum, and they've struggled to find postseason success as well. Devin Booker had to wait seven years to make it to the finals, even though he was doing his thing from year one down in Phoenix. So you look at it for Bryce McGowan's, and you might have to take a little bit of a pay cut right out of the gate, but it's still life changing money, and you might end up playing for a a team that's really got a a good shot of going deep into the playoffs early, and you can uh, be coached by people who are, are are superior to the coaches at Nebraska. So I can understand why you would leave if you were Bryce McGowan's. Yeah, it's just it's just the life-changing money that's there. I, I, I would never tell anybody if there's $3 million on the table not to take it um, because, I mean, that again, that can change um, not just your life but generations down for your family. Uh, but overall, um, you know, there's a lot of time left. The second round, there's nothing guaranteed. So, I mean, if you're, like, uh, on that level, uh, then maybe it would be time to come back. And then, again, the pitch for Nebraska would probably be – um, I mean, you're throwing out a lot of big names there. Those are those are top ten picks. Those are franchise cornerstones. If if you get picked in the top end of the first round, and if Nebraska can talk him into coming back and thinking that they can improve him to that sort of level, um, 
it's just a different trajectory than being a late first round pick where, yeah, you're still a first round pick. Um, you're with a good franchise, uh, but sometimes you're just a movement piece at that time or, or somebody that's just going to get, you know, five or 10 minutes off the bench if you're lucky uh, in your first two years there. So, I mean, there, there can be different pitches sold, but I'm telling you this. Uh, if there's if there's a Nebraska donor out there, start saving some money, maybe, <laughs> uh, because uh, that's what it's going to take. And if Nebraska wants to be serious, if they're serious about basketball and moving forward, I'm not going to say that they're they're not if they don't get Bryce McGowan to come back, because like I said, it might make a lot of sense for him to move on. But um, it uh, it I mean these this is going to go around the nation. I mean you're going to see the top level programs having to fork out some money if they're going to keep those guys around. So um, that'll be interesting to follow. Uh, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll talk to Strick about it a little bit uh, next as well. Uh, Strick is set to join us. Of course, Eric Strickland, longtime NBA vet, uh, Nebraska Hall of Famer, great great player here at Nebraska, and a great co-host now for me on, on the block. Uh, he will be here in just a few minutes. We're going to take a quick break. He will be here to break down some of our questions with Bryce McGowan's, Trey McGowan's coming back, as well as the big hire uh, in Brian Applewhite today at the running back coach position for Nebraska. We'll talk about all that next here on On the Block. 